If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today I have a chat with Sonny Peabody. He is a director, a producer, a comedian, and a friend. I put friend last, though, because producer, director, comedian is more important than friend. So why do I sound like this? Do you even notice uh, the jet lag? And it's been six days. I'll say six days. Uh, I have not. I have not caught up. I've been waking up anywhere between like four and maybe six thirty a.m. So even today, I got up at like about six thirty, six or six thirty a.m., which has been pretty good because uh, I think what happened is the uh, daylight savings time or daylight saving time. Whatever. I, I I voted. I think I've, I voted against it to get rid of it in California because I voted. Hopefully everyone voted as well, but uh, that uh, on top of the jet lag, I, I guess I don't know. I, I'm just like in this. I'm in this. Uh, I'm in this loop, and I can't get out of it. So uh, I feel like I just feel like really run down because I hit the gym again after taking you know two plus weeks off, and uh, you know I'm you know I'm a beast in the gym, just an animal, and I can I only do 110 percent when I'm there. And I obviously just show up and kind of hope for the best, but I think I've been uh, trying to I've been trying to get back in a normal routine, and I haven't really paced it as much. Maybe like the first day, so uh, I'm feeling pretty rough. My voice. I mean, I know you're like, oh, you sound normally sound so like cool, but now I must sound even more cool and dangerous because I feel like my voice is more. Horse. I still managed to uh, do a couple of open mics this week to kind of get back into that. Probably touching those microphones after other people have and have their mouth near the microphone. Probably it wasn't helpful for them and it was not helpful for me. I, I always think about that after I'm done and I'm like, this is, I don't, I don't know. Every comedian is probably sick all the time because of that. Uh, my guest is Sonny Peabody. I've known him since we were, you know, we did improv comedy together. At IO West, we've produced many a YouTube video. You can probably find some on youtube.com slash Jason Horton. They're the ones with a lot of views, and usually the thumbnail is uh, a bit clickbaity, I guess. But it's from the video. We produced a lot of things. We used to work together. Uh, we produced a show for the Game Show Network's YouTube channel and many other things. We don't even really barely, I don't think we even get into the Game Show Network, like just for a second uh, that we worked together but uh, we worked together not really together we worked at this place called defy media and i don't know if you keep up with uh, uh, media or tech companies in the in the trades uh, 
Defy Media is is shutting down. Uh, I, I actually, you know, the stories I was laid off from Defy Media over well over a year ago. In fact, I when I got laid off was the first time I tried doing stand up comedy. It was, I wanted to make it like that moment. So if I ever told the story, it'd be like this was a pivotal moment. It really wasn't, but it, I just wanted to kind of make that happen just in case I ever found any success. You know, I want I want those bases covered and. Uh, Sonny also worked there. Uh, he was a producer for a channel called Smosh, and Smosh is a is a is a, a, a powerhouse of a brand and a channel, and you know brings in a lot of views. And then he got laid off. You know, later on he got I, I don't know the timeline, but after I did, and uh, I what I read was that people because I know people some people that work there still and. They said, oh, we're going to shut down business on January 2nd, giving people some time. But, uh, you know, typical kind of corporate, uh, whatever you want to call it, scumbaggery. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know the story, but that's kind of how I feel about certain corporate entities. Not that I'm against corporations. I'm not like that. It's like, make money. That's cool. Do whatever. But I, I feel like certain companies you know, really take advantage of situations more than they have to. And I understand you have to a little bit because it's, you know, a company's job to make as much money and spend the least. And it's people's job to make as much money and maybe do the least amount of work. I don't know. Or we find a happy medium. But then by the end of the, you know, so that maybe went out in the morning, but at the end of the day, it's like everyone out, I guess. I, I don't know what the timeline was of that, but basically people were just like, you told to hit the bricks. And so that, you know, that's the the end of that, and I don't know I don't know what happens past there, but we discussed that. But something I've I've never talked about really. I, I don't think I, I've made it uh, public online, or I've talked about it really in a podcast. In fact, I've had people on my podcast. Uh, Lauren Powell, she she was one of the people that I've worked with before, but she was uh, worked at Defy Media. But I you know I didn't want to bring up that I worked there because it was one of those things where. I went through a thing where I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to the nine to five job thing and doing something that I'm interested in. And I got uh, a job at Defy uh, as a channel manager. I was a, a manager of a, a YouTube channel, one of their YouTube channels. And I find that very interesting because I'm into analytics. I always have been. And the, you know, the back end of uh, a really big YouTube channel, or there's a couple of them that I, that I worked on. And then I would do various like technical things. And I enjoyed doing that, but with that comes you giving up, well, at least you think you have to give up your creativity. And during that time, I stopped doing this show. So, you know, the, the show is three-ish years old, but I've only been doing it for two. So it really took a hit, and it really took me a while to kind of bring it back to where it was. Can it ever go back to where it was? It doesn't matter. This is where it is right now. I stopped doing improv comedy that I used to do a lot, auditioning. Most things I just stopped doing. I got married, which was great. But other than that, it was a really, really tough time. It was a really, you know, really long commutes, uh, too much time to think. In fact, at that time, I've ne- I had never listened to Mark Maron's WTF podcast. Uh, he's going to get a huge bump in listeners from this uh, for this free plug. But I- I've only been familiar with him from like kind of the UCB theater and like in the comedy world. And I, I really. I mean, this is now we're going. This is probably like a, this is over a year ago. This is definitely at least a year and a half ago. I never had never listened to his podcast, 
but I was familiar with him, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna listen to the Bruce Springsteen one. And then, because I love Bruce Springsteen, and then from there, I was like, well, I gotta listen to the Barack Obama one, and then I moved, and then I slowly, and I would only listen to the interview, then I would slowly kind of work back, and I was like, let me hear what he has to say, because I kind of like that he's from New Jersey, and so am I, and he's a little bit older, and he's older than I am, but he's also somebody who got a really great second act. He really got a, a you know, I, I can't, he had a great resurgence or whatever it is, even though it sounds like he was always, always had somewhat level of success. And uh, I went to his, his book signing and his kind of Q&A thing, which was really cool. But it was like during that time that like it really helped me because I had a lot of long commutes. I was dealing with a lot of, what a lot of people deal with, anxiety, depression, because you know, when you're broke, it sucks. But then when you're not broke, but then you're, you, uh, you, these things of like, you know, working at a job, even if you like the work, you still have to deal with other people. And then those people are dealing with their stuff. It's not, it's not really anybody's fault. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, people can be cooler. Um, I'm sure there were some times that I could have been cooler, uh, but I mostly, I don't know, I mostly just kind of yes, no. And uh, I just couldn't, I don't know, just couldn't, uh, it was just hard to deal with the fact that like, oh, I I thought I fixed the problem. The problem is still there, right? When you say, uh, well, if this just works out, I will then be happy. And then the thing happens and you still feel the exact same way. So that's, that's where I was for, for a lot of that. But I, you know, I, I did what I had to do to take responsibility, you know, get myself get my, my head right during that time, which was good. It kind of forced me to do that, something I should have done a long time ago. Because you're, you know, you're conditioned sometimes to be like, buck up, pull up by your bootstraps. And like sometimes, yes, that is sometimes the answer. But I think, uh, I think it's okay to be like, you know what? If you, you, know, if you need help, get help. Uh, and, I, and I think I'm a little bit older, so I, things like therapy were not thrown around very much because it's, I don't know, it's embarrassing or you don't want to admit, you just like, you know, just buck up. And sometimes you just, get bucking up is not, is not going to do it. So that's that. But then I got laid off from that job and then th- things have been, I mean, you know, there's, there's ups and downs, but things have definitely uh, been better. But, you know, we kind of go <laughs> over that a little bit. Uh, was that, was that too, was that too long? Was that, was that too much? Uh, I did a video for Comedy Central uh, produced and created and written by the Clunes, who are amazing. If you're not familiar with them, find them. I've worked with them for years. They're some of the best out there. They should have their own show. I don't know why they don't, but they produce a series for Comedy Central called Mini Mox, and we did this one called In Flight Entertainment, and I play a stand-up comedian, which is, you know, about as close as I'm going to get to stand-up on Comedy Central, which is great. And so I was a little bit worried. You have to watch the video to find out. I was a little bit worried about the content of what I say. And the video goes up, and I guess everything was fine. And then the video gets pulled, and I was like, oh, no. I know they pulled it because of me, even though I'm sure it went through some, like, checks and stuff like that. And somebody had to, you know, okay it. But it got – and I was like, I'm the most dangerous comedian out there. Comedy Central can't, can't hold me down. But it was just a typo in the uh, – captions 
You know what will help you see those captions a whole lot better? Simple Contacts. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescriptions and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes instead of heading to the doctor year after year. Just to renew your prescription for something you wear every day, you can do it on your own time and terms in just a few minutes. This is Vision Care for the 21st century. You need to renew your prescription? Take the five-minute Simple Contacts vision test online, and it is. It's like five minutes or less. It'll be reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. All you need is your current contacts and internet connection and 10 feet of space. I even had that. I was like, do I have 10 feet of space? I was like, yeah, I do. Even if you're totally out of contacts, they've got an option for you too. Also, if you have an unexpired uh, prescription and need more contacts, just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and order your lenses. They do all the hard work for you and take care of verifying and confirming your prescription. There's a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple contacts let your new prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Your couch, yes. In the office, sure. The doctor office is now wherever you are. The doctor office. I call it the doctor office. That's just something that I do. The Simple Contacts Vision Test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. Think how much time you'll save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off. Just the idea of getting in my car and sitting in any kind of traffic or finding a place to park is – I'd rather just not do it. I'd rather just give up and not do it. But Simple Contacts solves that problem. The reviews speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. You can text with a support team and always get to speak with the person. No automated robot systems. I, I, they have texted me, and I have talked to them. And it wasn't intrusive. It was wonderful. I felt better about it that I'm actually talking to a person that is, I guess I'm a person. Simple Contacts only test that your current prescription still helps you see 2020 and they renew that prescription. They don't write a completely new prescription or examine eye health. To get $20 off your contacts, go to simplecontacts.com slash friends20. To get $20 off your contacts, go to simplecontacts.com slash friends20 or just enter friends20 in the promo code. All right, let's get into my conversation with Sonny Peabody. I usually, I remember like when I would come, old, not where we are right now, but your other place, which yeah. you can see in many a YouTube video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you can see. So we'd come over there and be like, all right, so like we're two guys and we don't know how to act in front of women. And then a girl shows up and uh, then we turn into like, uh, I don't know, we, and then we turn into each other. Like that's the kind of video. That was the plot of pretty much every video <laughs> yeah, yeah. that you shot there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wait, we did the one was like, uh, you know, 25 you know, worst, worst pickup lines, lines yeah. at a party or something. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever think back and think like, wow, we really, we really made some videos. <laughs> I mean, we did. I think we were just having fun. Yeah. You know? I mean, like putting out silly ideas. We were like the butt of the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Which is because, you know, we also had a lot of things where it was a lot of uh, men and women dynamic, you know, and like the awkwardness of that, which I kind of look back now and I'm like, you know, I was like, with that play today, you know what I mean? I like, mean, I think that's a lot has changed since yeah. I got into YouTube and some different people that I've worked with, right, uh, on their channels. And a lot of it was very like misogynistic, yeah. very sexist. I mean, um, I think your stuff was like that we did together was like very light, kinda, yeah, like yeah. friendly, but like I, I, I was involved in some projects that like the stuff was like a little like even then, definitely yeah, well, yeah i mean i think even then i was a little like i can't show this to my mom yeah but it's paying me paying the bills yeah you know? 
Um, but I think definitely now, and I'm glad. Like, I, I don't want to do that kind of thing. No. I don't want to be involved. People in ask you, like, they're like, oh, why don't you, like, do that anymore? And, like, one, it's like, I don't really, I don't feel like it's, I have anything to say. If I had yeah. something to say, and I had some, I really thought it was funny, and it wasn't just about some awkward, like, sexual tension, I would do it. But if I don't, I'm not going to just make, force out things yeah. that, just because maybe, and then really, I was like, YouTube changed so much, people weren't even really interested in that. Kind yeah, of no, stuff. It's, I mean, well, remember the man show? I mean, yeah. we had the man show, and like, yeah. that was, you know, I mean, like, I'm glad that that, that kind of, because yeah. it felt, it felt gross. It felt, well, because especially dirt. when it wasn't like, it was like, oh, is there, there doesn't seem to be any, literally any joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was, just like, it, it was oh. playing to the lowest common denominator, you know, like we've done improv together. Yeah. It's like, you know, use the height of your intelligence. Right. And so, it is good to see, you know, that there is things, you know, obviously there's a lot of dumb crap out there too, but there's, you know, playing to the height of your intelligence, I think is going to get you better. Yeah. I'm not like, uh, it's like, you didn't say like big on like censorship, you know what I mean? Like what I'm telling people what to do or not to do. That's not for me, but I don't know. I think, well, of course, just like getting older, like we're yeah. both 24. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm it's pushing like 25. I know, man. Woo. Well, I still got six more months, so I'm yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, so finally, my insurance is going to go down for my car. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can rent a car now, which is oh, good. Thank you. Which oh, is good. Phew. But you know, you get you get older, and then you just kind of like shift things. Shift. But we would come to go to your house, and then we'd be shooting, and then uh, your your wife Fridia would come oh, yeah. home, <laughs> and ten times out of ten, there would be a girl or many girls. <laughs> Bikini. She was very like she su- was super supportive cool. and she like, was cool. always, but it was so like, funny. One time, I think though, I think we were filming a scene and it was just being stupid. Like it was, it was girls pillow fighting. <laughs> and and I that was at your oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, yeah this like, is like this is yeah, another place. Yeah. Wow, we've 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 dirtied a lot of places. Up. <laughs> yeah. No, but like she came home after we shot this thing and um, she found lipstick on her pillow, and I was like, Ugh, yeah. no, I wasn't doing anything weird, you know. Watch like, the tape. Watch the but, tape. Yeah, no, but we we were shooting like a pillow fight. I think it was like Jess and and another girl, uh, Natalia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And. Uh, it was just like a stupid thing. It was a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a joke dream sequence yeah. or something. And uh, she was like, why is there lipstick on my pillow? And right. I had to explain to her. I was like, it's a Jason Horton production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, but uh, she was really cool. But but you're right. Like, as I'm older and I have a son now, yeah. I'm like, what kind of message do I want to send to my son? Like, what my son's going to be? Yeah. And like... You know, I, I hear the word a lot now, integrity, you know, like how I'm going to be passing like integrity yeah. onto my, my kid. And, and I, I want him to be someone who is respectful, uh, you know, but still also have a good sense of humor, yeah. you know, like be able to laugh at, at things, but just not at the expense of, of people. And I, I'm, I'm glad to see that the direction that things are going uh, in, in the world, in the world. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. some things, some things I don't like the way they're going at all. <laughs> oh, uh, but, uh, you yeah. know. Um, now if, okay, how about this? If, if, and you don't have to answer this. Um, if you had one video that you, the first video that you like either produced or was in on YouTube to your son that we'd like, Hey, listen, you want to watch some of these? Uh, you know this thing called YouTube? And it's like, yeah. ah, dad, you're from dinosaur. Um, uh, <laughs> we're watching like, holograms. Is, yeah. Uh, what, what would be the first video you'd want to show him? The first video to, to be like, and him not think you're a complete tool. Um, oh wow. Um, or one video that you'd be like, oh, I, I, th- I think I would, I think this is something that I wouldn't mind him seeing. Uh, I mean, I did, I did it, I, uh, like, I did a funny thing with Smosh, 
uh, when I was there, mm-hmm. and they did. It was for Disney, for Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. when it came out, and we gave the cast hot peppers, and they did a hot pepper karaoke version okay, of, of uh, "Be Our Guest." Yeah, and so like that was you know funny. The the comedy comes from you know the pain they're in while they're trying to do this thing, and we had a really great production. We shot in a castle here in Los Angeles. There's the there, if you look up the Hollywood Castle. Um, it's only that's not the Greystone Manor, right? It's different, right? That might be different. Yeah. It's 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 up in the Hollywood Hills, okay. but you go Google. Can you just rent it or something like? Yeah, that? you can like rent it out, and it, it it's weirdly it's owned by this like former reality star and his wife oh. who were on this reality show. I don't remember the show, but like so that was weird too. You know, you're in the, it's sort of like I gotta look surreal. You're in the house with these reality stars, and it's it's crazy. The the guy built it in the in the '60s, and it. Still looks like it was from the '60s, but anyway, might be some for Ghost Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You yeah, should yeah, check yeah. it out for yeah, the yeah. podcast. But yeah, I mean that 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 was a fun one. I mean, I think like when I am joking with my son, I like to you know obviously like physical humor kills with kids, yeah. you know. So, uh, every, you know, running into the wall or pretending I'm slamming my you know fingers in the in the door or something. Yeah. You know, he like dies at that and uh, anything at my expense of you know, right. of pain, uh, I'll do for my son now. <laughs> what's one that you would not want him to see or would that be all yeah. the rest would that no, be the rest no I mean I think like you know and again at the time this was funny but uh, there was one I did uh, I worked on I mean I shot I think and edited but it was called um, uh, Twilight for Guys and it was I mean were you a cameo in that at all no but I remember some it some different like male comedians I mean the setup was, was really funny it was like what if Twilight was made for for guys you know and so it it, the videos featured a lot of like you know hot girls in very little uh clothing and they were you know doing scenes from twilight doing scenes from twilight and and we we, we do know that twilight is for everybody twilight is for everybody i have my twilight tattoo here on my back yep uh no um but yeah you know i mean that i think the premise again was really funny the idea that um, guys are going to see this movie and they love Twilight and like this is what would get them to love it. Really, just kind of making a commentary on you know how crappy guys are sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, like well, there was one uh, scene where a guy brought his girlfriend to the to that version of the movie and she was just like appalled by it. But the guy like he didn't even get it. You know, and so I think even though it was probably using those things like to be very clickbaity, it was still making a commentary on you know guys are. Sure. Trash sometimes. Yeah, and uh, you know, so, so maybe you, made, you don't want him to see that. I probably wouldn't want him to see that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I mean, there's really nothing that I feel like is I would go down the road, you know, where I, I was just I would want, want it taken down or something. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I, I wouldn't want to do. I mean, as a creative person, you know, you, you have your your limits, but or you, you have, don't. You have some wins. You have some losses. I mean, sometimes I mean, you have more losses than wins. Sometimes you're making a 9/11 joke <laughs> on a. Uh, a Comedy on Central a thing? Comedy Central thing. You are not? Okay, so... That was like, really funny, though. Uh, I, uh, my buddies, the Clunes, they're amazing. Uh, they do these uh, things for Comedy Central called Mini Mocks, so these little videos. Yeah. And I play a stand-up comedian on a plane doing live entertainment. And they wrote that. And I oh, asked yeah. them, I was like, is this 9-11 joke okay? Because I do stand-up comedy now. I, I don't make 9-11 jokes just because <laughs> I don't have a hot take on it. And that's yeah, my job. It's, it's not your thing. I'm a very... I'm not mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Except to myself. And I think that's the point. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't feel like I put anything out there that's mean. Mean, yeah. And I mean that's not even too sure, mean. Sure, yeah. But but, uh, but the, that video, so it went up, and I was like, oh, they kept everything. Yeah. And I referenced Dane. Cook. I did some improv in there too. So I referenced yeah, Dane yeah. Cook, 
And then the video got taken down. And I was like, it's got to be for that 9-11 joke. Yeah. Then I was like, no, it's because I said that Dane, jo- uh, Dane Cook, Dane joke, Dane Cook <laughs> makes that joke all the time. Yeah. And everyone else is, and everyone else thinks it's cool. And I'm wondering, I was like, oh my God, does Dane Cook, does people see that? And get mad, or is the you'll never work in this town again, yeah. Jason. And Dane like, Cook's like, putting you down. I like Dane Cook. I mean, I have yeah, no yeah, problem yeah, with yeah. him. He's fine. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't know, man. It's not my video. Um, but it turned out that it was just there was just a typo in the uh, oh, uh, thing. Okay. But I was positive. So you're here, like where like there's an hour where you were out of communication with everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're just like huddled up in your home, like ah, yeah. what am I gonna do? This well, is this is the was, end for me. It, it, w- w- one thing, it was this kind of like, uh, oh man, I really want that video to be up because uh, it's like I'm trying to make it as a stand-up comedian. You know, it's close as I'll get com- to Comedy Central doing stand-up. So yeah. I wanted it to be out there. Uh, and also, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll let people know how edgy I am. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and there you I'm went. too, too hot for TV. You and went like, over the edge. No, if we spelled the you know, governor wrong or whatever, whatever yeah, it was, yeah. that's all it was. And I was like, oh, all right, put that one up there. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, but like, yeah. like we're saying mean, like mean spirited stuff. I don't ever want to put that out there. Um, you know, well, I feel like we were always very cautious. Like when we were filming, I feel like we were always very kind of cautious of what was going on. And mm. I think we always kind of like made sure everything was cool, everyone was cool. Yeah, and, Uh like, everybody was in on the joke, too. It was, like, you know, even the people, like, the one with the pickup lines for girls, like, we were really, like, ripping on the girls, but, like, they were in on the joke. Yeah. They knew it was funny. It's about these dumb guys, you know? It's really just showing... These dumb, hot, 24-year-old guys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, well, at that time, we we were 22. Babies. Yeah, I can't blame us. Fresh out of college, you know, like... We're just experiencing the real world for the first time. So you're, you're, well, here's what I think I know. You're from Arizona. Yeah, well. Okay, this, pretty good, oh, right? Is a quiz? I don't know. Uh, you, you, you aced it so far. So uh, far, yeah, from Arizona. You're from Arizona. It's a red state. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, because uh, your name is Sunny, right? Your yeah. Your sister's yeah. name is uh, Heaven. Right, Heaven. I got another sister, too. His name is? Crystal Rain. Crystal Rain. Right. Okay. I think I knew that because I've seen that on Facebook. Yeah. Um... Uh, your son's name is Everest. Everest, yeah, Everest Snow. My name's Sunny Everest, Snow. Sunny Snow. Everest Snow. Okay, where are we going? And you're, it's Arizona. <laughs> now, am I, I'm, is, yeah. it, is there is it like dream catchers and crystals? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some of that in some place. I think you're maybe like Sedona, Arizona, which yeah. is like more north of the, that, yeah. where there's like that kind of spiritual energy. I mean, Tucson. But were you born in a Walmart? Uh, yes, I was born on the floor of a Walmart, <laughs> yeah. delivered by the guy that comes as at the front door. Listen, that's, that's, that's part of the job. The, yeah, the old man. Yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, from Arizona. I mean, my parents, I kind of always use the line that my parents were hippies, yeah. you know, but in fact, they were, you know, that's just the easiest thing when people are like, oh, really? You have that funny name? Like, yeah. were your parents hippies? I'm just like, yeah, uh, sure. You know, but my parents were pretty conservative people. It just happened that my dad, his name was... Um, Raymond Snow, and he hated the name Raymond, oh. so he took Snow. Raymond that, Snow's kind of a cool name, though. No, well, yeah, now yeah, it is. Yeah, back then in the in the seventies. Yeah, man, you know, look out, yeah. you know, have that anyway. Uh, but he, yeah, he didn't like that name, so he wanted to put his first first name as Snow, which is like a middle family name. Yeah, and so it just like caught on, and then that became like a thing for my parents, and they're like, "Let's give all of our kids weather names," and so. I became Sunny Snow and Heaven and, and Crystal Rain. and So, yeah, and, you know, just continuing the tradition. I mean, really, like, when people talk about how celebrities name their children, I mean, your parents are, like, way ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were doing this back in the day. I mean, I don't know. I, guess, I think it just kind of was, like, a thing that happened. I always wanted, like, my name to be John or James or something. Like, 
to fit in with the other kids because you do stand out when yeah. you're when you're like that and, um, and you'd have to be like living in like you know Venice Beach <laughs> for to kind of in, like at that time to yeah like, totally totally but uh, yeah that's uh, and now do you uh, I mean like because your parent you know what I mean because I have my my dad is uh, actually super liberal yeah. my mom is like moderate I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, but are you, your parents, do you butt heads with your parents on things? Or are they pretty no. cool or? <laughs> no, I mean, and, uh, you know, like full exposure. Like yeah. I, I was raised in a very Christian yeah. conservative home yeah. and, you know, I think growing up, I was always more like concerned that they were going to have like judgments of me mm-hmm. in the things I wanted to do with my life or like being in California, being in LA, doing the kind of comedy that When did you do. come to California? I mean, I, I was out here in 2002 okay. <laughs> so like it's been, it's been uh, yeah. yeah just you're only five, five so five. probably yeah yeah, yeah. Um, child actor yeah yeah no so i mean i've been i've been here for a while and um you know kind of it's not always easy you know you think you, you come here i actually came and i started at the groundlings i took two levels of the groundlings and then um you know it was like a wait to get into to level three and then that's when i went into improv olympic and i uh you know met you there um, but you know, it, it wasn't like uh, success by, you know, not, it, it doesn't always happen that way. You think like you're going to go to LA and you know, you're going to get an agent because you're, you're meet, there. It'll happen because you're there. Yeah. Right. But a lot of people, you know, you move here and then you end up doing other jobs and things to like get yourself into being able to just like afford, you know, being on a backstage team at one of these improv theaters, yeah. you know. Um, but it's, it's I love those times. I, I will sometimes I'll look back, especially since, you know we t- mentioned uh, Improv Olympic IO. We sp- we spent many years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a ridiculous amount of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll look and I'll you know maybe I'm friends with people on Facebook and I'm like oh what and I'll look and I'm like oh they live in Texas now. Yeah. And I was like that per- I was like I thought that person was going to be a movie star. Like I'm always very I think everyone's great. Like I think there's no shortage of like really great people. You know, there's just not enough. Or it's time and place, or whatever it is. And then when I see that they move, I was—I don't listen. I'm sure they found something cool, or, or it's all relative. But then I'm like, I didn't even know you left. And it's just like, a, <laughs> people just—I mean, you just leave. Yeah. And you think like, am I an idiot for sticking yeah. around here, like still trying to like pursue this dream or whatever? Um, Do you ever yeah. think that? You know, I mean, I think like as I've had success and failures and like employment here you know i mean i've got to do some really great things on youtube and you know being involved with some you know like i mean you've made i mean you've made things that in in numbers and volume go past what a lot of people you know people make a lot of things no one sees them you know yeah no you made a lot of things people saw it's nice to be a part of part of that and be a creator in that space and um but uh yeah you know i mean it's 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 hard there's times where you're like there's times where I've been like, am I going to sign up for Uber just to help yeah. pay the mortgage? Like, yeah, do I need that kind of a job or go do retail again, which I did for seven years mm. uh, when I when I first moved here. Was, it, um, was that the Apple store? I was working at the Apple yeah. store, yeah. And, do you have uh, any trade secrets of the Apple store? I know it's times have changed. Uh, <laughs> um, just always be nice yeah. to the people that work there. Yeah. Kindness is what gets you places. I mean, if you're going to be a jerk. Because I imagine uh, a lot of people go walk in there and it's like, well, because it's maybe because it's Los Angeles. I don't know. I don't think people are generally rude, but I think you walk into and people are frustrated and they go in there because my yeah. thing doesn't work. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and, and it's for some reason like you personify everything that's wrong with the company. And you're like you're 
you're the focus of all their blame. Like you become that person that they just want, they blame. I've had people throw iPods um, or iPhones uh, down on the ground. Like one guy threw it. There's video of it. I'm jumping out of the video because it, su- it surprised me so much. Um, but he slams his phone down because I had to make an appointment for him. Um, you know, and I don't like to wait either, but it's just like the process. I'm not trying to be, I was never trying to be a jerk to anybody. Yeah, you don't but, make more money for No, wait, no, yeah. you know, so, um, but I've had people do that. I've had, I remember a guy, like one of the first few weeks I was there, uh, he couldn't get his keyboard repaired and I was sitting next to this like little old lady, like helping her out and she's, you know, frail lady. And this guy just like slams his keyboard down. All the keys pop off and, you know, everybody's just like shocked mm-hmm. in the thing. The, the old lady's like, you know, calm down, young man. Yeah, yeah. And he starts yelling at her. And, you know, so I was like uh, getting up to defend this lady. Anyway, it's, it's just, you know, it's it's a probably a $40 keyboard. Is it worth it to be, you know, um, that upset? Yeah, but, I guess maybe people feel just, they're frustrated, but they also feel entitled. Yeah. Because it's an open store, maybe, because there's, and everyone's just know. kind of walking around. I don't know what the, I don't really go into Apple stores yeah. very often. So, but I just, I pass by them and I look inside and I'm like, a lot of anger in there. Yeah, I was like people, people looking around, kind of like. What's no, I mean, I get it. You know, you're frustrated. You're, you're told something's going to work, and 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 it doesn't. But uh, you know, at the same time, people that are in customer service or any job or anything, like, you don't know what's going on in their day. You don't know what's going on in someone's life. Like, always be kind. I just think I feel like that, especially in this last year too. You know, like you don't know what's going on in people's lives. There's like people with serious depression and serious like you know, just life things. Yeah. And well, maybe you're just having a day. You know, you walk in like that and maybe they're having a day too, you know? And like, I think you just want to try to dispel that, but, um, yeah, you know, you want to just be kind to everybody. Um, to talk openly this last year, uh, at a job I was at, um, there was a girl who, um, I worked with pretty closely, like only for a couple of months. And, uh, went into work one day and found out that she had taken her life like that night before. And so like dealing with that, this, this last year has been yeah. kind, of, kind of a crazy thing, you know, and realizing like, cause you don't know. Yeah. How, yeah. You don't know. Like, and we had no idea. Like she never showed signs of that. Mm. You know, we were chatting the day before there was like a going away party for another girl that we were talking about. And you know, um, whatever was in her life, you know, that affected her, um, she felt like, she needed it to end it. And, you know, it's just like, anyway, yeah. my point is you never know what's going on with somebody. Um, always just be kind and, and try to, to be somebody that's there for anybody yeah. whenever you can. Uh, so you, when you came here, uh, were you, what, what did you, th- I ask a lot, you know, on the show, I ask a lot of people that have, yeah. what did you think was going to happen? You know what I mean? And then you got here and then what happened? Um, yeah, what did I think? I mean, I I, I kind of had come in with the idea that I was going to go to Groundlings. I mean, I, I I had this sort of like dream of being, you know, I grew up with uh, like Mad TV and um, you know SNL and and the, and the other shows and and being like I want to be on that show or I want to be in comedy that way and um, you know I'd done theater in college and I had done all that thing and uh, traveled around with a, a troupe that we did improv. And so just really loved the improv live performance type thing, um, characters. And I thought I was going to come here and, and do that. And, you know, 
audition for those things was in a was in a audition with Olivia Munn for Groundlings. She didn't get in. Look uh-huh. at where she's at now. Loser. <laughs> she's not even on this. She's never even been on this. She podcast. hasn't been on this. I podcast. never asked her. Don't have her on here. She no, never. She didn't make it into Groundlings. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, you know, you see those people. It's like there's people that she got she got rejected from there. Went on to have great success. Um, you know, and then from that, you know, I was I had to work worked at Apple for a long time, but was doing improv and. You know, you always kind of have this hope that like someone's going to come and scout you and, and find you there. and At the it, Apple store. At the Apple store. Um, and, and, you know, no one ever really does. Uh, it doesn't always happen like that. I mean, it really is about, I think, kind of creating your own content. And um, actually, got, I, had, I had been laid off from Apple. And that's when I had started, you know, like shooting videos and editing videos and like started working with you. So you, uh, I just said, cause you know, I was, <laughs> what I always kind of think, I was like, you're so, I felt like when you were there, you knew everything that was going on, how everything worked. And when it came to editing, like it was just like always such, it always looked so crisp and so the quality was so high. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's a, a, but you know, you, you had the, you know, had the knowledge and you had the, the stuff yeah. and you knew how to like, you can have the camera, but the, the end result can be garbage. You know right. what I mean? If you don't have like, the sound I or mean, whatever. I, I mean, I did study that in school a yeah. little bit. I mean, but back was it mostly, then... Was it mostly like work, like uh, on-the-job training in, in a sense? Yeah, I mean, really, it was. Yeah. It was like, you know, teaching myself, learning myself. I bought a, I bought a Mac computer. This is before I worked at the Apple Store and kind of taught myself editing on Final Cut Pro and, you know, did it that way. And then even shooting, you know, I kind of taught myself you know, camera. And I think that's, what's great about, you know, what's out there with YouTube and the accessibility, like people can shoot things on their camera on their, sorry, on their phone, on their camera. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's awesome what you can do now. Now, I mean, that's, there's, there has to be a good idea, you know, there has to be something motivating to make something, which, you know, I don't always, I don't always have the ideas for, I have the technical ability, but, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and that so was there a thing because <clears throat> I you know I first knew you from uh, I O um, but just kind of uh, peripherally I guess or because you were on a, a t- you do a cage match and you guys won right, a lot right, yeah right, right. and I, I back then I was like I was like fuck these guys man <laughs> you know what but here's the thing we'll take them down because I'm not like I'm I uh, like it was just kind of like everyone I was like so smug but there but then I'm like. I'm like that. Right, right, right. Because you're not, it's like not a real, because here's the thing, it's like you're doing this thing, you're, you know what I mean? Like, there's just that comes out in one way, shape, or form. But nobody did, nobody harmed me. Nobody said anything ill of me. It's like everybody wants to succeed here and they don't want anyone else to succeed more than them. Right. You know, or at all. You know what I mean? And I think like, there's that weird because like you're we're all doing it to each other yeah but uh you know you don't want you don't want to feel that way from that that kind of negativity from somebody else but you know um but yeah you know it's it's it it's been great to see the people that have gone places you know you do wonder like what yeah. what have i done you know and, and I, like i've had great success in my career uh i think i mean what things things is, you've you've made as far as making livings coming here and not necessarily being Mr. Nine to Five, working in a cubicle, you, I think financially, in a sense, all things considered, like from what I know, 
you've done well. Yeah, no, you know I mean, you've, you've, I, I, th- I think I've had success and done like. You also have I've, a lot of skills. Yeah, it's not like you're just like I can only edit or I can only you know run a camera. Like you could, f- and would it find you need somebody that could do it all? Yeah. And I think that was a, definitely out of necessity. Yeah. You know, when you go to a place and feel like, you know. I, I, you want to have as many options of getting ahead as possible. So learn how to shoot, you learn how to edit, learn how to direct and produce and, and all of those things like have your hands in everything. And then, you know, you can get all of the jobs, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you, if somebody's like, can you do any of these things is I can do, you know, 95% of them. Yeah. You're very employable. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, you know, if they're like, Hey, listen, you know, and you, and if you can do it all and there's like a budget, cause how we kind of worked yeah. a lot, there'd be a budget. Yeah. And then, I mean, in, in a lot, you know, especially if it was freelance, it'd be a budget and be like, well, how do we split, you know what I mean? How do we split this up? And if you're like, well, I can do, you know, the shooting, editing and the right. sound, yeah, you, can you get a lot, you can get a lion's <laughs> share of the money. Why yeah. shouldn't you? You know what I mean? But you, know, so you need to bring somebody else in or, you know, yeah, you kind of knock out uh, as much as you can. Like it makes it more valuable for them. You, they're working with less people and you're making more money. Did you have like like stars in your eyes? Uh, like I'm gonna be because I think you know doing improv is very performance. Yeah, everybody wants to book a commercial or be on TV. Did you have that? Yeah, I mean, and I, I went out for uh, commercial auditions. Yeah. I mean, I, I booked a couple like little things. One was in England. Like yeah. it didn't ever even showed up in the U.S. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, you have that kind of dream of being like I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, you see people making success and like they book commercials and then they're that guy that's on TV, you know, as, as small parts and then they're the lead and then they're in movies and then, you know, and, uh, you know, you kind of have a hope for that, but like life never, it doesn't always give you that, that, you know, clear of a path. Um, and then, and, and that's how I feel like you kind of had to, I, I've had to hustle or, or whatever to, uh, keep going. And then I, you know, after a while I think of like being, behind the camera more producing more and you know doing my creative things in that way and and i do love like editing uh too so i mean yeah um but as you get older i mean one thing i would really wish i had thought of when i was you know first coming here so advice to anybody like coming into things is like just to like invest like to save money and to invest like now I feel like I wish I'd done that sooner in, in life. Like invest like in a <clears throat> portfolio. Or yeah, invest exactly. In a, invest okay. in portfolio, or you know, if I had the money to save to invest in real estate more, or whatever the thing might be for you, like investing, but saving and investing and like because I feel like you know there, there's the fear that I'm at a certain age and I'm going to be working for the rest of my life until I'm dead. You know what I mean? And it's like. Um, there is a lack of financial kind of, um, knowledge and like planning and education for, for people to know what to do. Like we just were told like work a job and, you know, uh, save your money or do something, but, um, and we, we end up spending it, you know, or we live in these places like above our means or whatever we do. Uh, the rent is so high here in LA, you know, it's like, um, I wish I had just been a little smarter about like saving and managing, like putting my money and investing into, into things that would... Instead of buying pizza all the time. Oh, I you're always buying pizza. pizza, pizza having dogs, a pizza, pizza party. Bites. Yeah, having all this pizza. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, and then and like now it's finding different ways of like revenue um, using assets. Like I have a house and I've been using that like to book peer space. Um, people come in and use my house and they like shoot videos here. And Anything famous? 
uh, uh, do you know a little guy named Nick Nolte? No, I don't. No, <laughs> no, no. Also, can you, how about this? When you rent it out, how about yeah. this? Go for a bonus. You get a free actor. His name is Jason Horton. Mm. No extra charge. He just, he just comes in. He'll just he come just in your comes scene. With, yeah. Even if it's a one-person thing, he'll be in it. Like he'll be furniture. I like that. Um, that yeah, might be yeah. Good. Every next time I show off the house, let's yeah. have you just come, just come like out. Free actor. I was like, yeah. Here, do a scene, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Do and, some scene work. Um, no, but like those kind of things, like using your assets. You know, and it's kind of a cool, like, that's the world we live it's in like now. It's like a gig, gig economy, is that what they call it? It's like, yeah, a, like Uber yeah, or, you know, uh, well, I mean, the fact that people, or people can do, they, they can rent out their cars to other people. Yeah. You don't have a car, I can rent you my car. You know, I can rent you my house to shoot the thing. And, like, we live in this world now, which, like, it is that kind of accessibility, which was never there before, you know. And so it's great for me because I'm like, okay, I'm this is helping me pay my mortgage. This is helping me, you know take care it's of like a, it's like a very tiny sublet like, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, a, yeah of a brief amount of time <laughs> for 12 hours now have you ever because i i uh personally i just it was in europe for a couple of weeks and went to a lot of air i've gone to a lot of airbnbs right. uh, abroad more than even in the u.s and uh it, they, it just it's so it's become very sophisticated the way people can like elevate their airbnb have you ever thought about doing airbnb here yeah i mean we we talk about that yeah. like i've Again, now trying to plan in, in investment properties like buying a place somewhere in Portland and doing that sure. as an Airbnb or, you know. Portland you, sounds expensive too. <laughs> yeah, Portland. Yeah, there's outside of Portland. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like even here in LA, you know, if we got another place or, or whatever, or, or we did decide to like move somewhere else, you know, keep this place and, and use it at Airbnb. I mean, I think there's always just the fear of. You know, you know what are people going to do in your place? Yeah. And well, that's why I'll be here because I come with it. You come with it. You're the Airbnb guy too. I, I come with all of yeah. those things. Yeah, it's awesome. I just want. Do I have to pay you for this? No, if they order, if they if they order a pizza, I just want a slice. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Pay you with pizza. Yeah. I think. Pay, listen, and then I can keep an eye on them. That's great. And they're like, "How about for two pieces of pizza?" We don't say a word. I'm like, you got it. You just doubled the. Wait, the they're they're paying you more pizza to not tell me what's going on. Yeah. Oh my hey, listen, gosh! It's like I think really the first real true gig economy would be prostitution, right? I mean, when you when you yeah. something that is yours that you rent out as a service. Wasn't well, it called the uh, the Old world's oldest, oldest profession? profession? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, and, and I mean that's a philosophical right. I mean, and it could be people prostitute themselves in different ways. Sure. You know, I mean, like it doesn't have to be like a sexual thing. But uh, yeah, I guess you know, uh, that's that's. I'm saying that's what's you're... next for you. Like, this is what I'm kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, am I, and, it, and am I will I, be there. I will be there. there, and I'm there. As long as you're there, eating pizza, watching <laughs> yep. over everything that's going mm-hmm. on. You know, here's the thing: if this was a couple of years ago, we would have made made that sketch. That's true. We definitely would have made it. We probably... there's no way that wouldn't have been made. Let's why why can't we make it? I now? guess not. We guess we could. Yeah, I mean, because there's pizza, there's this <laughs> house. You know, yeah, there's the two of us. Yeah. We're not, you know, making yeah. it fun of any like women. No, not at all. I'm not making you know? fun of it. Yeah, just so, making fun of ourselves again. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. We'll put that, put a pin in that. Listen back, <laughs> uh, listen to the playback on this. Uh, so you you met uh, your wife Fridia. Yeah, um, at the Apple Store. At the Apple Store. I did. Right. I didn't yeah. know that. Now, for people who don't know, um, Fridia is very cool. Yeah, she's very cool. Obviously, we've we've talked about how she's, she let us shoot in the, in the house. No, but I was like <laughs> Michelle and I were just talking yeah. about her. Oh, okay. When I was trying to think, it's like I was like, it's not just oh yeah, that person's really cool. Like, cool, like, cool. like just somebody's like that person's so fucking oh, yeah. cool. She is very cool, 
and like she, like style. When I was thinking of someone, I was like, what's a female I know that has a really good style? Right. Freedy is what I came up with. She's just like, you know, I mean, has this flawless way of just like, she could just, it's like she could roll out of bed and put on something and it looks amazing. Like she has this really great just sense of everything. And I, I you know, I'm like, I, I'm always like, how did I end up with her? How did, why did she? Uh, end that's up, what end I'm up getting. <laughs> that's where I'm getting to. But again, like I met her in the Apple Store, and uh, it was like a funny situation too because she didn't like me at first, and then she, I don't. I believe that. She, she, yeah, everybody does. Everybody yeah. like they yeah. hate, they hate you that, first. Yeah. Give me a second yeah, chance. Yeah. Let me let me beg uh, for your friendship, sure. and then uh, anyway, no, she came back like another time after I had like turned her away. She had a check that she was paying with that was, was didn't have a bank on it. And we don't take these starter checks. And so she came back and, you know, I just remember seeing her and she was that, when I saw her for the yeah. first time too, she like had this really cool dress and like rings and, and like accessories. Kind of like a, kind of like a not punk, but kind of like a edgy, yeah. very. I don't know. I mean, so she's, you know, for the people that yeah. can't, you know, they're imagining what she looks like right now. She's, you know, Japanese, Brazilian. She did. Terrible combo, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's just so bad. You know what you want? You want like. Uh, Ru- Russian, Polish, and Irish. Oh, that's so good. Like, you want to be that. Is that what you are? A kind of. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what you want. You want something like this. No, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, very so she's, she's a great mix. And like, you know, I mean, and she's had this life where she's grown up in Japan and she did modeling and she was, like she was in a band. She was a, yeah, like a celebrity there. And, and, um, and you're a nothing here. I'm a nothing. I was a nothing <laughs> manager at, at uh, you know, the Apple Store with a dream. Yeah. The dream of being that guy. Yeah. And uh, no, I mean, just we hit it off. And uh, again, you know, she she is. She's just, she is very cool. And she has this like, uh, just a sense about everything, you know, like business sense. And, and so, yeah, she really keeps me in line. I'm lucky to have her. Yeah. I have to say that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You have to say that. You have to say it six, no, no, six, she's, six times per episode. She's, uh, she's really the best. But that, that's funny. Like you think, because I do like, her Instagram, she could just take a quick Instagram photo and yeah. she looks amazing. Like, her, I, saw, I think she took one. You know, you would take the one from under and they're usually terrible. Like, yeah. I think I saw her take one. I was like, how does that look good? Yeah, That's no, supposed to look bad. It never looks good to me. Like, there's time, you know, full, full disclosure, I've, I've used some apps to like make my face look a little like clearer or like, you know, like less, uh, like take the, take the age down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, she's like, she never has to do that. No. She probably never have to do that. Um, which funny story. I don't know if you read this today, but there's a guy 60. Oh yeah. Eight or something. Yeah, it, it, and he, he, what he believes he's living in a 45 year old body. Yeah. And he's, he's suing. He's something. like trying to like get the court to change his age to 45. Dude, this guy's a genius. But also I think a lot of it's cause he wants to, when he goes on Tinder. Oh, right, right, right. That's, that's what it was. Right? And I was like, listen, you could think that, but you are lying to people because here's the thing you might have the body of a 45 right. say pretend you have a body you have a body of a nine-year-old right you still have the brain of a 70 year old and it maybe somebody that. somebody yeah. might not want I, to get I guess, somebody i mean his point and to his point he's like you know you have you have trans uh-huh. uh, community you have people that are um other things you know that, that they, yeah. they want Re- reassign your yeah, yeah yeah you know and he's like well why can't i you know I, yeah, it's just a weird thing with with age, but it's funny because, like you said, he really just wants to do this to like have better luck on on Tinder. I, I'm sure. Yeah, that. So that's like kind of like I don't think you really care. It's not like you're trying to really make a point. You're yeah. just like I want to broaden my range yeah. of women that I can. So if he wants to say he's 45, what age do you think he wants to date? I don't know. I mean, I mean, 
I'm sure there's there's women or sure. whoever he wants to date that are into older men. Like, why don't you just be that older man that is... Yeah, yeah but he, he I, probably I, wants to date, well, like, go what, 20, 25? Uh, if he wants to date a 20, 25-year-old at 45, it's a lot, but whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Listen, with, who am I to judge? But when you're, you know, 70... And you're trying to date a 25 year old, which I'm not also judging either. But at least just say that's what you are. Yeah, just just be that person and let that I mean, person. Because if you, listen, I'd rather be like if if somebody if that dude's like, hey, I'm only 45. I'm like, dude, you look terrible. You look 70. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be like, hey, it's like how old are you? And he's like, oh, I'm 70. And he's like, wow, you look like you look 44. great. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, should I just go run around and tell people I'm 11? <laughs> I know. Hey, I'm 11 I mean, if, years if old. If I was my real, age, yeah, real yeah. 15, <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I, you look horrible. Yeah, but I, I, it is kind of funny because like that probably would have been a, a sketch we would have done oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, you know, here we are, these like old guys, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that want to be yeah. you know 20 somethings, uh, you and, know, yeah, to get a great job. That's why. Right. That's yeah. the only reason. Uh, only reason. But, the, the, but probably the women that were in the HR department would be wearing bikinis <laughs> for no reason. Absolutely. absolutely. It was bikini day. So uh, you uh, worked a lot of freelance, but like a, a big, uh, you worked for a very big, when you think about YouTube, especially like longevity and um, a big property that kind of really broke through, like Smosh would be one of yeah. those main things, like one of the main things that really... I think made. I'm not super familiar with Smosh as much as as a lot of other. I mean, I am in a kind of general internet sense, yeah. um, but I can acknowledge the fact that they are a. Uh, I mean, people are on the backs of other people like Smosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they kind of really part of what made YouTube what it is. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny because like when I was. You know, really trying, you know, coming out of film school and trying to do things in a you know serious approach of like I'm going to make a film. Or Sundance. Do- yeah, yeah, go to Sundance, and um, you know, here's these two guys like messing around on their you know webcam making videos, and then you know I'd come to work for them, you know, years later, and uh, you know, it, it was great. You know, it was, it was cool. It's cool to see what they did, and um, you know, writing that kind of success and, and building their Because YouTube is always changing. So they have to somewhat stay the same and also change. Yeah, right? you know, and I think they're doing a hard thing. They're in a hard um, yeah. area of, like, sketch comedy, you know, which is, like... Doesn't I do mean, that great No, YouTube, and there's yeah. not very many thing, not very many channels or places that are doing that. Um, and they've, they've, to be successful for as long as they were, um, you know, I think is, is great, you know. So, um and they yeah. kind of they kind of made it uh, they kind of turned into like a a, a brand more than because they, they they took themselves out of most of those videos right after a while. I mean, the guys were in it. I think they brought on a new cast. Yeah. And the whole idea was to like make that an SNL because it was never a cast. It was just that them two. Yeah, it was, it was the two of them, them, and they brought in like a cat right around the time I started working there. They brought in a cast, and yeah. and um, you know, and so like he's building that that brand. I mean, unfortunately now. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, Defy Media is closed. Yeah. And, you know, Smosh. Which I also, I worked yeah. uh, for, for, I uh, was doing, um, you know, some, anal- I love analytics. I really do. Like, people like, how do you love, I was like, I I mean, love- just saying that word, analytics. Oh, it's just so, I love the back end, man. I, like, absolutely. Whoa. But I did a lot of, uh, you know, some programming. I was a manager. It was the f- first and only time I was technically a manager. Yeah. I like a manager. For Screen Junkies. For Screen Junkies. Under Defy Media, right? It was Screen Junkies Pro Plus. Oh, right, right. What was it? Screen Junkies News? Plus. News. Screen Junkies News. But then I would do, yeah, it was Screen Junkies. I don't really talk about this that much because at the time it was, uh, I was going through a tough thing. Like I wasn't doing the pot. 
I stopped doing the podcast like throughout the whole that whole time I was there, even a little bit before, and I wasn't doing yeah. any more improv, and then I was just doing this, which was totally fine. But then I was like, "What am I doing with my life?" And you know, it's a thing where it's like you when you're not when you're used to working as like freelancer, and then you're like, and I didn't I didn't want to be a part of it. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. Like it's not like I was they were doing like something I was really per- personally interested in, but it's like it's kind of hard when you you're watching people make their own stuff and being creative and you're not being creative, which is not anyone's right. fault. You're, you're doing like a, a desk job. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, the job it's, you know, cold job. the thing is, is like, uh, sometimes I read with a lot of jobs, it's always less about the actual job and more about the people that you have yeah. to work with. Yeah. Which is not, it wasn't all bad and it's not really what, <laughs> what I'm trying to get out of that. Uh, so, uh, how did you see them? Because they're getting older, mm-hmm. right? We're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Younger. not. Benjamin are, Button, right? Yeah, here. they're getting older. And the audiences are, you know, either aging up, be like, I don't, I'm not a kid. Because, you know, there's a lot of children on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of audiences going to be children by nature. Right. How <laughs> did you guys, like, keep up with new people, like, new people watching or the people growing I think, older? Like, I mean, oh. I think there was the, you know, the bright idea of the, of bringing in the younger cast, you know, because um, they were like ten years younger than the, than Ian and Anthony at the time, and and um, you know, bringing. I guess it's still in. that, right? Because they just don't. <clears> yeah, they age. Yeah, There's uh, still ten years difference, yeah. Yeah, no matter what happens. Right? Yeah, uh, but they, you know, bringing in the younger cast, and I think like eventually, if they were going to continue this going on, there probably would have been an even younger cast mm-hmm. kind of coming in to like appeal to a younger audience. I mean, I don't know, but. Um, you know, I think it's just like a matter of like keeping things kind of and then keeping fresh. up with the the, the trends, trends and, on YouTube. Yeah. So you're trying to combine both those things. How do you, how would you say you you know? Because I think always people think about like how like week for week, how do you keep coming up with new stuff? Yeah. Like, is it what do you think that is? Is it just kind of keeping up with things, or is it also just kind of like hey, we think this is funny and interesting. Let's just do this. Yeah, I think it's a mix of of that. You know, because you you really want to be able to you know, whatever you're creating, like try something new and not be, because if you do the same thing over and over again too much, it's just going to become stagnant and people are going to be, you know, tired of it. But then you also run the risk that if you do too many, you know, weird experimental things, they don't know what to latch on to. Yeah. They don't know what to latch on to, but finding, you know, you can't find something new without experimenting, you know, so then you find that and then you kind of build on that and, um, you know, one thing we had as success with on that channel that continued on after I left was this try not to laugh challenge. And for some reason that became a big thing. And, you know, I think it was just the fun of seeing uh, people, um, you know, the, the whole game was like you hold water in your mouth and then the other people kind of try to make you laugh. I mean, it's something you've done like at, at a birthday party. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a silly game, but seeing people that you like enjoy watching, um, playing that and trying to get each other to like spit up was a funny thing. And, and that, that just continued to do well. I don't know if that will ever get old for me. Like that's always funny seeing people, you know, try to spit up water and not laugh at somebody else. So, but, um, but yeah, that became something like they found success in. And, um, but yeah, for, for me, I'm always like wanting to try different things. You know, you see success, like people are playing board games, you know, there's success in, you know, just sitting down and people, 
playing games. People like to watch people. And, and, and I mean, do I think stuff. That, I think that's what it is. It's just like people, like you know, you enjoy like how are they? What would it be like if they were doing this right. thing? It's or, a little voyeuristic. I mean, it's in a lot of the internet is. Yeah, you know, a, lot of, a lot of things are. Uh, it's like re, you know, watching a reality show. Yeah. Uh, now you know, YouTube is something that um, what was called YouTube. So it was just like, hey, listen. This is your thing. You just upload it, and it's all you. But then it became like a real right. big business, right? Yeah, a right. big, big business. <laughs> Corporate, too. Corporate business. So how do you take that thing, or how did you then or uh, take that thing? I mean, we dealt with that. We always had people, like, sometimes we do stuff, and they'd be like, uh, I was people like, what are you talking about? No, this is funny. <laughs> We're not here to tear. You know, I always butted it. I butted it because oh, I yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. I'm not looking. I, I was like, I'm not looking for you to tell me what's funny. I'm here to tell you what's funny. Yeah, I'm only just looking for you to just to be like, hey, do we got to mention this product or whatever, whatever it is? I, I was like, I'm not looking for advice. Um, so I like a chip on my shoulder sometimes. Uh, yeah. Despite, but how did you also? So you're, you know, let's say you got like, hey, we just want to do this, like creative. Then you're like, let's follow the trends, and then you have you have corporate overlords or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have people when it's in that kind of a corporate, you know, situation. You have people that are, they want you to do things that you know they think are the trending things. or Even they, though they have zero experience. <clears throat> well, yeah, not all of them, but I mean, some do. I mean, yeah. and, and, you know, it's like the analytic things. They're like, yeah. well, the numbers show you that this is going to be a success, but then it doesn't always work for that brand. You know, they're like, oh, it's a successful thing out in the world. Like, doing DIY videos is, is huge. But then it's like, if you have a brand that's like, that's the last thing you'd want to see them doing, or like, it's just, you know, there's no way to put your own spin on it, then it's not going to work. You know I mean? If you find a way of putting a spin on like a, a comedic version of a DIY thing for a comedy channel, then, you know, then it could be a success. But, you know, if you take people too far out of like what they're coming there to see, um, then it, it, it can You're, be, you might be alienating. Yeah. It might be, be alienating, but, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, again, it's always like you're surprised, like what actually does do well and what latches on and, you know, it's a factor of all kinds of things. The thumbnail, what's clickbait in the title, or, you know, is it actually a good idea that people are sharing, you know? And so um, I don't think anybody actually knows. You know, yeah. people, it, well, if, ever, if you knew, you would always do it, and you'd be yeah. rich all I the mean, time. I mean, you know, you have, like, the Logan Pauls of the world yeah. and, and things, and, and I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's a... Is, are all their ideas great? I don't know. Is it more of because people are falling for the status quo... Um, you know, it's pers- you know, cult of personality. Yeah, cult of personality. Yeah. You know, every day, bro. Yeah, that's, that's the other one. But uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's always just like experimenting and and seeing what people might be into yeah. and latch onto. And sometimes they're just not into what you're doing. No, which we found that out a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, why YouTube. Aren't they, yeah. Why aren't they watching this? This is this is genius. Yeah, like, we just needed more pizza. It's like, it's like, hey, why isn't this kind of like, uh, you know, four minutes sketch video, well produced, you know, well written sketch video doing well, and somebody just wants to see like a, you know, trying to laugh challenge, which yeah, takes yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing right. yeah. So that's, it's like you gotta sometimes you just gotta follow that, follow that thing. Yeah, and it, and yeah, you can't beat yourself up. I mean, but but be true to yourself, you know. Like but also beat yourself up. Beat yourself up. Is that hey, maybe that'd be a great video. Yeah, yeah. Beat yourself up challenge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be easy. Try, uh, try not to get depressed challenge. Come on, how easy would that be? Right. Uh, uh, I think it's much I think, for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, people are are you know leaving like I like younger audiences are probably like they're growing up yeah. and they're not watching certain things anymore. You know, we got to give them as they're growing older. Mm. 
uh, you know, facing the real world, getting jobs, depression, you know, depression challenge might be a thing for them. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let them know, it's like, statistically, this is one of you guys are going to watch this video. I don't know how to tell you this. Yeah. Uh, let's be sad together. Well, no, that's it. We can now we have another video to make. There we go. We got we got a lot of like we got this a whole is a brainstorm session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We spitballed. We got some great ideas. And everyone listening, you are like privy to uh, hearing about it first. Yeah, first they probably time. already shut this off. You think they probably? they might have shut this off as soon as you start talking. Out. As soon as you start talking about family, and they don't want to, they want to hear oh, the rock right. and roll stuff. Yeah, well, I mean that's for the next podcast. <laughs> The next, <laughs> the next podcast in the world, or the, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, some dark stuff.